the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Look, I wanted him to win because uh, my my fear of the Democrats and the left destroying my country, and I mean that uh, in, in a quasi-literal sense, destroying what it means for America to be America, with its uh, trinity of limited government and liberty, that's one, and it's in God we trust, two, and uh, e pluribus unum for many, one, instead of they want, they want for many, many, multiculturalism, etc., and there are so many other arenas, obviously, like the arts and schools and so on. So I wanted him to prevail. Well, so the first, the good news for Trump supporters is he didn't he didn't hurt himself. I really do believe that. I don't. How much he helped himself, I have no idea. I can only tell you this, and this is not as one of his supporters. He could have put her away so many times that one could proverbially tear one's hair out of one's head. Uh, she is, she's not a formidable debater, and not, neither is he, for that matter. The fact that he put away all these uh, people there is just because the uniqueness of his message and his presentation. However, I, I will tell you something that did come through and that I have not heard mentioned. And this uh, is... is a, an interesting aspect of this whole race. He came across to me as far more real than she. She she strikes me as as a a wooden human. The for example, because the cameras were on both candidates the entire time when one would speak, the camera was just as much on the other was a split screen. This plastic smile, this fixed smile, no matter what happened, did they tell her smile the whole time? It was a, it was a sort of Stepford-like behavior. Remember the Stepford Wives movie? See, a Trump is almost too real. <laughs> he, he needs to learn to that... Not everything he wants to say. And he has learned that. I mean, he really, he said nothing that he has to regret uh, the next day, as far as I recall. And I I both listened and then read every word of the transcript. But uh, how much time did he need to spend on so many subjects that were relevant? There are a lot of factors in that debate that need to be noted. So okay, so let's get let's get back here. Number one, he could have walloped her and didn't, but he didn't lose. Nobody lost. They both lost. They both won. It's irrelevant. In other words, it's irrelevant. The debate is essentially irrelevant, except to say that he could have truly uh, marched toward an election had he uh, done just logical things, which I'll talk about later. Number two, he came across as much more real. Whatever you could say about him, there's he's not a he's not a phony. 
I believe that she's a phony. And I think she's a phony because I don't know who's in there. It's a very strange thing. Other than ambition, I don't know anything about her. I really don't know what she cares about. I don't believe she cares about the United States. I, I don't. I don't think she hates it. I don't think she cares. I think she cares about power for Hillary Clinton uh, for whatever reasons emanating from childhood or whatever it might be. That's what I believe. The, the, in, in, and I think last night did that. Number three, Lester Holt uh, was another example of the Candy Crowley effect of moderators. He kept challenging Donald Trump and never challenged her. And the reason is very simple. It's not because of his politics, I don't believe. I think that's part of it. But I think the bigger reason is he wants to be liked by his peers. That's why. He want, He did not want... What, well, who was the last uh, moderator who got clobbered by the... Matt Lauer. He, he was just totally... Uh, he, he was almost ostracized by the... A left-wing media community, which is, of course, the redundant because the media community is left-wing. He had the audacity to challenge a Democrat. Forget Hillary Clinton. He had the audacity to challenge a Democrat. So Lester Holt learned the lesson. I don't want to be despised. I don't care if I'm despised by conservatives. They have they play no role in my profession. They don't exist. But uh, if the, I want I want to be well regarded by the New York Times and by CNN, etc. So therefore, uh, he he just kept uh, badgering, uh, badgering uh, Donald Trump. Now here's an interesting th- sidebar to all of this. Trump was actually right, uh, even though uh, they give him Pinocchios and they say you know in the fact check. Whatever you think about it, that he was opposed to going into Iraq. In one, on one occasion, one, after being harangued about it, he said, all right, look, you know, if we go, okay, well, yes. That was it. His record was clear that he, in fact, opposed going into Iraq. And he was right. And he said something that was was accurate. We shouldn't have gone in, but once we went in, we shouldn't have gone out. That is that is an that is correct. She supported going in and she supported going out. He could have made a big deal about that. By the way, I'm not saying we shouldn't have gone in. I, I for the record, if you're curious, I was not for going in. I was not opposed to going in, but I was not for it. And I said it over and over and over. You remember that. I said it even on Hardball, and, and Chris Matthews was shocked that I, uh, that I said that this would be a gamble on, on George W. Bush's uh, a part if he goes in. But it's not, it's not important, but I'm, you might just be curious to know. So I, don't, I have no ideological axe to grind with regard to Donald Trump's opposition or support for going into Iraq, but I have a big, big passion for truth. And they harangued him. The truth, uh, guardians of truth have not been honest on this issue. It was a tough, uh, it was a tough evening. And the, you got, 
you got to chew gum and walk at the same time. You can support uh, someone's victory and still be honest about uh, what happened, and that's what I feel I need to be. The lost opportunities, the the meandering into areas that nobody really cares about. He, he should have answered the thing. You're distorting completely the record with regard to my opposition to going into Iraq. You've taken one minuscule, almost mumble, as opposed to the record of opposition. That's the record. That's the truth. We're moving on. Uh, I mean, it, it's... Uh, it, it just happened uh, over and over, and, and she, you know, she got to him, which is what she planned to do. She got to him. Now, she didn't get to him badly enough for him to say anything that they could use. This is the key. I mean, in, in the world of television, there was no single comment, and there was no remark, and there was no look, and there was no gesture that his, his opponents in the media could constantly replay. In that sense, it, it worked out. But there, you know, when she says 2008, this is, I have to tell you, this drives me crazy. 2008 was a result, I'll play you the clip, 2008, the recession, was a result of, uh, you know, what was it, corporate greed, or no, it wasn't corporate greed. Wall Street uh, taxes, lower taxes, and Wall Street firms, and, and she made up a whole pile of, of, of nonsense. It's just nonsense. If he, I don't even know if he knows that her husband had the Community Re, Redevelopment Act, the CRA, which forced banks to give loans to people who couldn't pay them back. And so they took out loans, and then they couldn't pay them. And that's how you got, in large measure, the housing bubble burst. That's how it happened. Can you imagine if he had said that? Actually, if you want to know the truth... Your husband's policies were the primary, not exclusive, but primary reason for the recession. I will show you opportunity after opportunity that uh, that just was missed, and and the going on in in, in areas where the, you know, your your uh, eyes glazed over. Having said that, he was good at some points. He was great in the beginning, and again, I think the realness. I think people measure that. She is, she is, I, I, I'm sorry to say this, she's truly not likable. There, because there's, there's nothing there. You, you, there's nothing there to like, as it were. I don't hate the woman. I, 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 have, no, I have no respect for her. But I, don't, I don't have any, any hatred for this woman. She's just, she's just a, 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 it's like a piece of ambition, if that makes any sense. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. 